Why, hello there, guys. It's actually been a while since the last podcast episode I've done. My, as you guys know, my name is Aiden, and uh, in today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about a dinosaur I've kind of recently kind of been fascinated about. It is a dinosaur that not a lot of people I feel know about, therefore I find it very interesting, because <laughs> I'm weird like that. But uh, real quick, um, I'll, oh, also, I'll be doing some updates in this episode as well, because I think the last episode I did was on when um uh Battle Big Rock came out in September so I mean it's been a while it's like December now so uh for some actually I'm just gonna go right into the updates uh if you guys follow me on Instagram um which if you don't already go do it um at uh my username is Keeper Aiden kind of I find it kind of fitting uh uh, if you guys don't follow me on there already, or if you do, um, my bad, uh, you'll know that I am involved with the Y Dinosaurs Project. So, real quick shout out to Tony and James over there. Follow them on Instagram at Y Dinosaurs. Uh, they just got done funding on their uh, Indiegogo, I think it is, and they've and they're starting to surpass their twenty thousand uh, dollar goal that they had. So, congratulations on that. Um, go, if you haven't already, go over and donate. Um, really awesome documentary. I mean, and uh, I'm just really proud to be a part of that huge project there. So yeah, go over, follow them on fa- follow them on Instagram. I think they also have a Facebook page. Oh yeah, yes they do because I follow them. Duh. Um, and in the meantime, go over and help support a project um, that's that's being done by a father and son. It's really awesome. Uh, also, uh, within the last few weeks, and by last few weeks, I mean November, um, I think it's the week, I, I, I don't remember the date, so I apologize, but it's, I think the 17th, 18th, and 19th, I wasn't there all um, three days, but I was recently at the International Attractions Expo, also known as IAPA, which was in Orlando, Florida, um, this year as it is, I think every year, um, and it, it was my first time going, it was awesome, uh, and I met with the Dinosaur Company, uh, also known as Bones Productions. They are the people who do all the animatronics in the zoos and the, and museums and stuff. You, if you, you probably would recognize their work. They're an amazing group of people. They do awesome work, and they were just debuting their new Primal Predators asset of their company. So congratulations on that. I know it's been out for quite a long time now, but congratulations to that also i met a lot of other really cool companies from around the world um met with a company from sweden uh shout out to jan and emilio um if they by any chance what um listen to this uh podcast episode also shout out to dinoscapes um they're from Town, which is around two hours two and a half hours away from where i'm at right now which is really cool then also shout out to all the other different Chinese companies. I was actually really shocked to see how many Chinese dinosaur companies there were. All will turn one corner and like, oh, there's another Chinese dinosaur company. It's kind of, uh, kind of convenient. But uh, no, I've, I'm pretty sure I met, yeah, I've met with every single dinosaur company that there was there. There's, I think, around 10, 10 different dinosaur companies, which is pretty impressive considering the size of that expo. Um, but yeah, so did that. Also, um, I'm uh, still volunteering and uh, being part of the Brevard Museum of History and Natural Sciences, which is a small museum up in Cocoa, um, uh, up in 
the Cocoa area of Florida, um, right near Cape Canaveral and stuff where they launched all the rockets for, for those who don't know where Cocoa is. Um, yeah. And I've been helping out there and being, doing a lot of more, um, being a little bit more involved in the paleontology aspect of that museum. So I'm really being active in, in the paleontology world in terms of the science communication aspect of it all, uh, which I feel is very important, especially especially um, this day and age with um, education on certain global topics and whatnot. I'm not going to get too much into that here. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other projects um, that I'm cur- currently doing right now. Oh, I made a business card <laughs> if you want that. If you want a picture of one, well, I mean, why? Wait, that, that's kind of pointless. Forgot I even said anything. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of doing paleontological consulting stuff right now, so that's really cool. All right, with that out of the way, wow, and it just hit five minutes. Look at that. The um, dinosaur I'm going to be talking about today, which is a dinosaur I recently really, um, no pun intended, kind of sucked my teeth into, is the. Dinosaur named Torvosaurus um, is a genus of dinosaur that lived both here in North America and also in Portugal uh, during the time of the Jurassic period around 150 million years ago, so uh, mid to late Jurassic period. But I've been more interested in the North American species just because of how more uncommon it is over here in, in North America than it is in uh, Portugal, but that's from strictly what I've been seeing. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I just, it's so funny too, because I, uh, here in uh, Florida, there's a, there's the dinosaur store, a museum in Coga Beach, Florida as well. Um, they have a Torvosaur skeleton in there. I've always thought it was a cool, now I thought it was a really cool dinosaur, but uh, <laughs> I really didn't, um, get so invested in the dinosaur until one day at my laboratory I walked in and there's a tray sitting on one of the tables and right in the smack right smack middle of that tray was I, well, I thought to be a Displeosaurus or Gorgosaurus tooth because that's what the shape looked like to me at least and I picked it up and uh Someone walked over and they're like, no, that's a Taurosaurus. I was like, no way, because <laughs> I've never seen a real Taurosaurus fossils um, in real life before. So I thought it was really cool. And it's just something about the tooth out um, and the size of it. I think I may have the that picture as the thumbnail for this um, podcast episode. It was a really impressive tooth. And it's probably the most expensive tooth I'll ever hold. It was a very expensive tooth. I can't say how much it is. But it is quite a hefty amount, needless to say. But uh, what, was, what I think what um, got me interested, really invested into learning more about this certain genus of dinosaur was uh, the, um, the size of the tooth in comparison to what we would think was the apex predator at the time, which is, of course, Allosaurus. Um, if you know dinosaurs, you obviously know the Allosaurus. It was a medium-sized theropod dinosaur, um, carnivorous dinosaur that lived in um, also in Portugal and North America at the same time as Torvosaurus. Actually, <laughs> you can only, you'll see um, what I mean by this later. But it's kind of funny um, and kind of ironic 
that people still find uh, Allosaurus to be the king of the Jurassic um, after after finding fossils of Taurosaurus because it's a very large difference. But anyway, going a little more into Taurosaurus Tor- facts, I guess you want to call it. Um, can't come up with a clever name off the spot. This is the first take of this podcast episode, so I'm really sorry if I'm going off topic and stuff. I, I purely just start talking. <laughs> but uh, Taurosaurus, as I said, was was a very big theropod dinosaur. It was actually, um, I think the biggest it got was around 36 feet, which if you think about that, that's nearly the average size of a T-Rex, which is huge if by dinosaur standards in terms of um, carnivorous dinosaurs at the time, because if we think of Allosaurus, um, by Allosaurus, I mean Allosaurus fragilis, which is the species that was here in North America, um, Allosaurus fragilis usually got to a force of lengths of, I think at most, at most, um, is speculated at 30 feet. Uh, and I think that's an intro. I think it's around 20 or so, 25 or so, but, uh, don't hold me on that. Uh, so, seeing that Taurosaurus was a few feet longer, um, and posture-wise, um, from what I've seen from the skeleton at the Dinosaur Store Museum, there's a uh, big difference because the Taurosaurus, skeletal, skeletally wise, um, seems to be a little more fit, I guess, if you want to say call it that, um, in comparison to Allosaurus. Allosaurus, um, of course, is a lightly built theropod. Um, that was probably ver- very, very. Um, good at hunting and packs and stuff probably a very social hunter uh had had agility on its side you know uh but if we look at taurosaurus it was it's really slimly built um especially taurosaurus denarii the uh from fossils i've seen of taurosaurus denarii which is the port um the european species and i'm just gonna say port European now because I'm not I'm pretty sure it's Portugal but I just I'm just gonna say European right now because I definitely know it's European but I'm like 90% sure on the Portugal part uh but the the Ganeri fossils um the skull especially is very robust it looks nothing like uh Taurosaurus Ganeri that we have over here in North America it is very different uh in fact I still question why they they decide that these two animals are the same species, but I really um, haven't looked that far into the um, into the reasoning why that we have two um, animals of the same genus, or um, two species of of the same genus, and, and the skulls don't even look alike. Uh, but. I- as I said at the very beginning of this episode, I kind of like Torvosaurus because of how odd it is and how little known it is about it. You'll kind of notice that um, as I do more episodes, probably hopefully more frequently than a few months. But uh, I don't know. I just really find it interesting that um, to learn about these lesser-known dinosaurs because there's less research on it. And who knows? We could be the ones that learn more about it, which kind of opens up the... the um, the board to for discovery and stuff so there's there's a lot to learn um especially on 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 all aspects of paleontology in general but more specifically on um the newer research on animals and 
and organisms that we don't know much about, i.e. Torosaurus. <laughs> uh, quick little history about the um, findings of Torosaurus originally, which I think was done in 1983. And, and I say that um, specifically because I think I re- remember... Um, during an Instagram story when I was where I was raving about Torvosaurus and I think I remember writing down 1983. I know I, I'm pretty sure it was the 80s though. Don't hold me on that as well. But uh, back in 19, um, I'm just gonna say the 80s. Um, in the 80s, um, paleontologists were digging the Morrison Formation uh, and they found this huge tooth. Uh, and I, I'm pretty sure it was the tooth that they found originally. Then they started finding all the other bones. And they're like, oh, wow. Um, this animal is pretty big. Uh, considering the air, considering what's been found in the formation for years on years, which was allosaurus. Uh, and so when they find taurosaurus, it's like, wow, this animal is really, really big. <laughs> so... They finally brought the specimens back and analyzed, and they found out, all right, so this is a totally different genus of carnivorous theropod dinosaur. And so, therefore, they named it Torvosaurus, which um, I think means fearful lizard or something like that. Savage lizard. I, I think it's savage predator lizard or something like that. Savage, I'm pretty sure. Um, but after looking into the fossils a little more and um, learning more on the formations it was found that oh snap well Torvosaurus lives at the same time as Allosaurus <laughs> so um, it was really interesting to see um, the scientific community's response to when they when they found Torvosaurus uh, it was big at the time I mean I've seen, I found articles um, that when Torvosaurus was originally published as a new genus, and everyone was like, "Well, look at this! It's a, it's like crowning a new king of the Jurassic," um, because of how big it was. But really, there wasn't a lot of fossils that was found, and that was not until 2011, where uh, I'm pretty sure it could have been the Cincinnati Museum. Uh, but I know the Cincinnati Museum has a skeleton there now. So it, it could have been the Cincinnati Museum in conjunction with a different organization. Or it could be a different organization in general. But in 2011, uh, there was a dig going on the Morrison Formation. I, I'm i just going to say Cincinnati Museum for now. Because I'm pretty sure um, that was the main organization that did the dig. And uh, since, so the Cincinnati Museum, which is located in Cincinnati, Ohio... They did a dig in 2011, and there they found Torvosaurus fossils. Because uh, at the time, I'm pretty sure that they only described Torvosaurus originally by only a few fragmentary remains, as that's the case with a lot of other dinosaurs. But uh, of course, between when they originally discovered it and when um, other remains were found in 2011, of course, there's going to be scattered teeth and miscellaneous bones being found but it's nothing too extraordinary uh and uh the cincinnati museum in 2011 came across these other torosaurus bones and they were like oh this is quite a bit brought back and they 
put those together with the original Taurosaurus ternary fossils that were found back in the 80s, and, and voila, there's a, I think it was 55% complete skeleton, which is over half, uh, which in, in terms of paleontology is actually pretty good, um, especially for a dinosaur that's not very known. And uh, it was interesting to see uh, the reconstruction of Taurosaurus after finding actually a lot more skull fossils. For the longest time, um, for instance, the cast that we have at the Dinosaur Store Museum, the skull of Taurosaurus is literally a blown up and uh, exaggerated Megalosaurus skull. Because uh, recently it was, um, I'm pretty sure it was also the Cincinnati Museum that finally realized, oh, this is a Megalosaur dinosaur. Because for the longest time, they um, the skull, um, from what the r- fragmentary skull remains that were found originally, looked very tyrannosaur So for everyone, everyone for the longest time was thinking that Tyrannosaurus was this tyrannosaur dinosaur from the from the Jurassic that was huge. Uh, of course, at the time, the, um, they didn't have all these new smaller species of tyrannosaur that they just that were just published this year obviously so you know you can't give them grief about that but uh after finding more fossils and stuff they finally realized oh you know this is no dinosaur this is a megalosaur dinosaur so uh they learned um that i think with the 2011 uh findings and such and now the that Taurosaurus specimen, also known as the Elvis specimen, I love the name, uh, is on display at the newly renovated Dinosaur Hall at the Cincinnati Museum Center, which uh, I hope to be seeing very soon. Um, I totally forgot what I was saying. Um, oh yeah, it's on display there at the museum. And what's really cool is it's on display mounted right next to an Allosaurus um, skeleton. So that's pretty cool. Um, and you look at that animal and, uh, you see that next to the Allosaurus and it's like, whoa, that's a huge size difference. Uh, and it's so different, uh, from the skull. Oh, that's right. I was talking about the skull. Um, the skull of Taurosaurus now is very narrow. It is very narrow. Um, it, I'm out when, um, when the skull, when I first saw the skeleton um from pictures and such i was very shocked to see how different it was from what from the original uh reconstruction of torvosaurus and at first i'm gonna be honest i kind of didn't like it but then i kind of grew to love it um after learning more about the, the the species and such I don't know a lot about um, Taurosaurus skinneri, the European species, so sorry if I'm not going too much into that. I, um, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I, I don't. I'm, I'm not. Just by looking at the fossils, I'm not a huge fan of Taurosaurus skinneri. But I do find aspects of the Portugal, um, Jurassic uh, formations to be actually quite interesting. So I may actually look into it. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, um, for everyone out there, I guess I could kind of use this as a public service announcement or paleontological service announcement. Oh, that's kind of funny. Um, 
and saying that Torosaurus is the new Jurassic King. I am a firm believer that Torosaurus, um, because of what we know about Torosaurus, um, from the fossil remains, we're probably guessing that was a uh, standalone hunter um, because of its size and how lightly built it was. So it was probably adapted to be a solitary, independent, isolated hunter than was a pack hunter. So I think it's kind of um, clear to conclude that Torosaurus was probably the king of the Jurassic and Allosaurus was probably dethroned. Um, of course, that's a conclusion that, that probably has... Um, that has very little evidence to back up, but who knows? Hopefully, with the next few years, we'll find more Torosaurus fossils, and hopefully, I'll be right. <laughs> uh, and I think that's actually it. I really just want to record a podcast episode so you guys um, are updated with everything what's going on. There's probably a lot more that I totally forgot, but that'll be for a different episode. I also just wanted time to rave on my current dinosaur obsession which is Torosaurus. uh if anyone knows a place or knows someone who has real Torosaurus fossils or even just a replica i'm really trying to find some for my education displays and such uh please um contact me through instagram uh <laughs> which is again at dino keeper agent you should go follow me on there i post stuff post dinosaur stuff all the time on there um and you also get to see when I post as well, which is on Spotify and I think iTunes Music, Google Music, all the major stream platforms, which is awesome. So yeah, until next time, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast and I am out.